Today we have a great topic. We have stepped out of our series of life after infidelity and now we're moving on to a new hot topic. Um, my wife recently posted up a post where it was stating that the truth and the obvious that it is wrong to withhold sex after an argument within a marriage. Before we go any further, for one, I want to clear this up. We are not talking about people who are in abusive relationships we're not talking about people who are in relationships where communication is already a very weak point uh, we're talking about this from a standpoint of a healthy relationship and also after you have reconciled from a disagreement or an argument come together have an understanding of moving on and are trying to take the next step in that moving on portion so babe i'm gonna let you take it from here and go on a little bit um, this is not towards women who are being abused. Um, I will forever state this. This is in no way, shape, or form setting a standard for women who are in any uh, in an abusive relationship to continue to have sex with their partner um, or with that person, the abuser. Not at all. So please do not take that. This is specifically for women and even men who believe that it is okay to use sex as leverage and power uh, in your relationship. There are many ways to, uh, you know, connect with your spouse, you know, even mentally, emotionally. We understand all of that. But like we stated, this is for couples who are working towards having a healthy relationship in their marriage. Exactly. And, you know, and, and while, while we're using the subject of sex, um, this also pertains to so many other things. Whatever you know is your partner's love language, how they, um, you know, feel most loved by you. And you're using that as a manipulative standpoint, because after an argument, maybe you guys may have come together and said you're moving on from it. But you truly have not put everything out on the table and you haven't moved on. This is this pertains to all that we're using the subject of sex, but this pertains to all things that relay and show the message of love within your relationship. Right. So I'm not backing down from what I said. I'm just basically just stating that this is no by no means telling an abused person to stay with the abuser. Definitely. And so, OK, so I, I want um, babe, I want you to answer this first, because um, in our relationship, I'm definitely the more um, sexually driven one. Mm -hmm. And so. This will be more of a standpoint that you would understand on the side of, um, you know, not necessarily withholding, but um, as far as being in the mood, in a, in a sense. So I'm going to let you go ahead and start it off. And uh, what you feel in your terms is withholding. Like, what do you de what do you define as withholding? Um, because a lot of the comments were also saying, well, what if I'm not in the mood? What if, um, you know, what if I'm not in the right headspace and. Yeah, uh, if you're not in the right um, headspace, then I mean, it's important to like, obviously talk it out with the person. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like immediately if you if you are just completely miserable to go and open up your legs to your spouse. And, you know, because sex is it, it is very emotional, um, but mm -hmm. at the same time, work towards fixing it and then end it like seal it with that you know what i'm saying like definitely definitely it helped us really kind of like 
understand each other better because things are so tight and so tense when you're when you when you let yourself go and what you're you know upset about and then you come together it really helps for you both to understand each other and be able to you know come up with a plan to understand each other better you know yeah to to be able to avoid things in the future and you know like you know even when we're speaking on the subject of um to manipulate using anything that that lets you know it's like okay you know you're using this to have an upper hand in something or i'm right. sorry withholding um you know it's more so because you're using it to have an upper hand in something and for a lot of people that are physically driven and um you know what let me let me say for myself being physically driven cause i can't speak for everybody else i'm not in their, their mental headspace but those moments of that physical vulnerability um allows you to feel more vulnerable even more so afterwards um there's been many times that if we may have a disagreement we may have an argument whatever the case may be yes for one we come together we talk about it we figure out what were the 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 points where we failed at to get us to that argument and where could we improve at going forward after i feel like after every disagreement and argument there's um time that needs to be rebuilding for trust for understanding and knowing that your partner truly puts that first and in in our opinion we really feel like sex is one of those acts that really shows that you are putting your partner above your own needs yes and too i would i I remember distinctively calling out if we had an argument oh you think you gonna get this this like you never gonna get this and then 30 minutes or like an hour or two later, like obviously, but it's just still like using that as leverage to like, cause when you first said that, that broke my heart. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and I knew for a fact that, that, that was something that you adored, you loved. And it wasn't yeah. just, yeah. uh, it, but for me coming from where I came from being, uh, abused before, you know, um, by guys, I honestly didn't believe that this was something that you right. j- wanted to spend with me selflessly. I, I thought that this was something that you wanted right. from me. And, it you know, you would just, you know, do what you got to do and be done. And, exactly. you know, you're happy. But at the yeah. same time, I had to look at myself. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's that's an issue that a lot of people deal with because everybody is coming from their own personal life uh whether get into it like you know especially getting into a marriage because even um i feel like to a point within dating you're still not all in you know both of you guys just being one it's still right. that that point of no i'm a separate entity um but as you become married you become one i think that a lot of us still think that we're still in that selfish thought process or our partners in that selfish uh, thought process mm-hmm. that it's hard for us to trust that they're really trying to put our needs first. Um, right. Which brings me to another point that a lot of people were saying within the comments, um, not in these exact words, but to the effect of, well, I shouldn't have to feel like I'm just, you know, basically a sex slave to my spouse. And that's the farthest thing from my mind. Nobody's trying to say that because if you feel that way, you're at a miserable point within our relationship at that point it is you know if you haven't already done counseling or talk to each other about it that might be a point where you really want to 
you know, seek that because nobody should feel like that within a relationship. Right. But I think people uh, view Christianity um, in this way of just being a sex slave because there were people right. in the comments that were like, this is the issue with Christianity. Um, right. Yeah. Because the Bible states, you know, my body is your body. Your body is my body. Right. So I think people have to understand the context of when that was said and why that was said, because it was said in a sense to say that, you know, we're not supposed to do things in a selfish way. Such as, right. you know, using things in a manipulative way, right. especially if you know that it brings pleasure and happiness to your relationship and to your partner. And also right. it's because leaving those gaps open, I believe it speaks about it in Second Corinthians to where leaving those gaps open leaves temptation, a doorway to step into your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the verse and chapter that it says it, but you're you're only supposed to abstain from that within your marriage when it comes down to fasting um, and praying. And right. that's and that is an agreed upon act. So, you know, I think it's I think it's important for people to keep that in mind. The Bible is in no way trying to tell anybody to be a slave in any type of way. The only people that we are servants to is to God. It speaks against slavery in every form. Exactly. I think that people need to view sex in marriage as service to one another, right. not in a, you know, promiscuous or like prostitutional type way but right it's when you think of service i think of uh, i don't like to use this analogy but i'm going to okay so you could tell me if i'm wrong if so i'm probably if i'm just going to delete this (laughs) but i'm just saying i think of being at a restaurant and Mm. you have this person that comes in you are let's say you are the server and you're serving this person they ordered this entree and then all of a sudden they don't like this entree what are you going to do are you going to kick them out are you going to um are you going to tell them to just go away and never come back are you going to serve them something else it's it's just figuring out the best way for you both to be satisfied and exactly to me that's just what like you know sex is and and you're always figuring out what works for y'all what doesn't work for Mm y'all and and figuring out how to please one another when you are working in service at a restaurant you're not going to just 86 somebody like you're going the even the manager is going to try and figure out a way to create this or make this person comfortable and in marriage, period, that's exactly like how it is to me. And, and that's how I had to learn because I was looking at marriage as a, a like, like you said, slavery. Like I just because it seems like the Bible was just all for men. But then gaining revelation from the Holy Spirit allowed me to realize, no, he cares about me, too. This is not this is this is what Christ is like for the church. This is. My husband, he he's like, you know, it's a beaut marriage is beautiful. It's powerful. And when you look at it in such a way of like, oh, I'm just not I don't have to give my man nothing. I don't have to give my wife nothing like and then you're trying to uh, take certain things of pleasure and use it as power. You're wrong. 
You're completely wrong. Yeah, and like we said, like from the beginning of this video, that doesn't matter what it is. Um, even though we're using, you know, sex as a subject right now, that doesn't mean that that's only limited to that. If you know your partner, you know, loves to receive gifts and you say, oh, I'm going to withhold this from them just so I can let them know who's a boss or something like that. And always withholding something in a manipulative, manipulative manner is completely wrong. But to touch back on what you said. You know, at one point you were, you know, looking at the Bible and feeling like it's all for men. And it, it was at one point within our marriage, I felt like everything I was hearing from God, it was all it for, was all all for, for women. women. But one yeah. thing I did was I had to kind of um, have that come to Jesus moment, sit down and talk with him and really, um, really more so address myself because I was at a selfish point in that time. So when you're being selfish, it's a lot of times that you feel like things are coming against you when they're really not. It's it's really just that conviction and, you know, that can grow into condemnation of yourself because you're really just not trying to think of anyone else except for yourself. And so I think that's um, that's a, a very big thing. I, I challenge all of you guys. Like, I'm not trying to condemn anybody that that left a comment, you know, speaking on that or, or anything like that. But I really challenge you to kind of look at it in that sense and say, like, you know, what am I am I being selfish by doing that? Um, because it's certain times where we go into something or we have a, a selfish intent. And even when we reluctantly do it, as we allow ourselves to kind of free our minds and, and give into those moments, we usually start to notice like, you know what? I, I should have let this go a long time ago because that was exactly what, what we both needed. Right. And, and just, I mean, I've learned how beautiful, sex really is like when I look at it in the sense of slavery or oh I'm just wanting I'm just wanting to please myself or I'll do it when it's convenient for me because I did that to my husband it sucked for me right and it wasn't him it was because of me it took a long time for me to figure that out because I was so stubborn and wanting to figure that out but God literally had to sit me down and mm -hmm. say no this is you and stop thinking about the crap that you're not even supposed to be thinking about during that time i just feel like people look at it as just pleasuring themselves when you're really supposed to be pleasing the other person exactly and i and that's that's for all those things that you just said you know letting go and you know you know clearing your head of those things because when we are able to have that talk and figure out, OK, what did I just do that caused my side of this disagreement or this argument that made you feel like, you know, I loved you less or I didn't I didn't respect your opinion or I didn't respect you for whatever that time being. And in that act of sex afterwards is something that you get to show that person. I'm taking myself out of this right now. I'm, I'm in this moment now to make sure every need that you have is pleased. I'm not in this to please myself. And I think when you grow to that point within your relationship, you start to notice it's a hundred times better because at that point you're not thinking about yourself. Everything that's that you're gearing that moment towards is making sure your partner knows that they can trust you to give them the love that they need to, to do everything that they, that they know is pleasurable to them. Because as in those in those intimate moments, it makes it easier outside of those intimate moments. So even when we're out and about, even if I'm, you know, at the store, I'm on my way back home or something like that. She knows, OK, 
Right. If I was able to trust him at those vulnerable moments, I can trust him during these other times to still keep my needs first. It's still to still understand what's important to still make sure, you know, I'm respected in any decision that he makes, whether I'm there or not. And, and what I do have a question for you. Yes. So what about those men who are literally just like, I just think she's so freaking sexy when she's mad. And honestly, I just want (laughs) to go in (laughs) and then talk about it later. There has to be to a point where you understand your partner's side, even if you feel that way, voice that for one in a, in a, you know, more mm-hmm. probably in a more calm um, time period, voice that to them. And sometimes speaking that to them during that time is what can diffuse something as well. Right. It, you'll be surprised how well, um, if you can put your pride aside to say, I'm, I'm not going to fight for the last word. I'm not going to try and keep this argument going, but I'm, I'm going to give her a compliment in the middle of this. Cause this is truly how I feel. Um, how much that diffuses it and uh, also be understanding that I'm not, I'm not going to say, you know, just women. Um, but I'm just going to say if you're the more, um, sexual partner and your partner is more on an intellectual basis or, or an emotional basis, talks are sometimes required beforehand. You can't, you can't just try to attack it. Like just (laughs) calm yourself down. Have a talk with your spouse. Yeah, because I'm I'm that way. I'm literally that yeah. way. I cannot get in the mood when I am completely focused on, you know, what our argument. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. But I do also know how to get myself out of that. Right. You know, I do know how to sit there and be like, okay, am I wrong about this? Mm-hmm. Or consider, like, explore my frustration to be able to say, okay, right. look, I'm sorry. And then I'll come to him and be like, so you just going to go to sleep and you're not going to do this to me? Like, you just going to go to bed? Yep. Like, really? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so. And she don't even be knowing. Sometimes I just roll over. I don't even be, I don't even be trying to go to sleep. I'll just be smiling because <laughs> I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I just be oh waiting. my god <laughs> but seriously it's just it's just <laughs> i'm like that so for those of y'all who's in my comments yeah. like hush okay like i'm yeah yeah i i feel you i get you i'm with you like just stop and listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> exactly and you know like it and, and i'm glad you asked me that question because that is very important for all all people that are the more sexual one in a relationship to to understand um that's that's one of those points of not being selfish to right. not feel like it has to be on your time just because you feel like, oh, they they so beautiful. Or they so sexy when they mad. You know, that's probably still not the time to just try and pounce on them, because at that time, there's something emotionally and, and, and verbally yes. that needs to be conveyed to make that person feel at ease and make that person feel comfortable and not you know feel like how we said you don't want your spouse to feel as though they're just like a sex slave that's, you know, yes. or, you know, there for the moment. And it when you just try to pounce on them in that moment without really fulfilling their needs of having that talk or making sure they're emotionally correct you're just reinforcing that fear that they have yes. is that you're just being in it for a selfish intent yep um you know and and while we're on that subject you know i hope you guys are really paying attention to everything that we're saying because um you know by paying attention to all this stuff and so much more even within your own experiences you can make sure that somebody is not also trying to manipulate you just to have sex by trying to switch words around or switch things around um that was another thing that people were trying to say that you know um my wife's content of this video could have been used in in a different nature of somebody trying to say see look i told you you're not supposed to do this and the other 
um, there are steps that we're saying to take before is just say, oh, we're just going to go straight to sex. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, sex is hardly ever the first solution that you go straight to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, <clears throat> it, it is something that, you know, is the climax of the night pretty much after you guys have reconciled, fixed things, move forward with and, and have knowledge of some type of plan to fix it going forward. Literally, somebody literally just called me a, a rapist sympathizer. A lot of people want to have opinions. That is not it's not that we don't welcome opinions. It's when you start to try and pass judgment unknowingly. Um, and I think that's the frustrating thing about um, platforms like Instagram. There is so accessible to DM somebody and have a direct conversation with them. You can even even do it you know, auditorily, you can do it visually because you can um, you can just send videos, ask questions and, and have a chat with somebody. So it's, it's really um, I can definitely understand the frustration that not only my wife, but all influencers have when somebody just kind of jumps to a conclusion when an inbox is so easy to be right there, because it does kind of make it seem like people just try and use the comment section to boost up your likes to get your point across without really trying to get understanding and that's already a problem that we're facing too much in so many different arenas and areas that we just want to say our opinion without actually trying to hear any feedback in a in a way that it can be more so one-on-one because when there's so much noise from the sidelines it's a lot of people that will get involved that will hype you up that will make you feel like this that and the other and even on the flip side you may feel like other people's you know um, additional comments are trying to put you down so you get in defense mode so you know hey if y'all have a question the inbox is right there ask the question but you know do that before jumping to judgment um if you want to just share your opinion that that's open to to a friendly dialogue that's completely welcome but please leave the judgment at the door because we're not trying to judge anybody else we just want to have dialogue on stuff to grow yeah because you will get deleted blocked and all kinds of stuff i don't even care i'll pray (laughs) for you later but it's not edifying so i'm gonna just delete it we thank y'all so much for listening and we are so happy that you came and (laughs) stuck it out with us and heard us for sure so let us know in uh in my in my next post if you heard our if you heard our podcast exactly and and for all you guys that have heard this all the way through we truly appreciate um you know you being open to hearing our side of it whether you felt the video was a trigger for you or not uh we really just thank you for being open to hearing our side of the dialogue and you know hey don't forget leave us five stars drop a comment let us know how you feel on it and let us know what you would like to hear on our next episode as well so that way we can continue to grow um not only off of the things that you know obviously god wants us to speak on but we also may hear from you guys what what you may be asking for or praying on from god that maybe he can send the message through us thank you guys be blessed Bye. Promise you won't let me down.